Welcome to Special Consideration Radio. <laughs> Have you met Mr. Landini? I have the attention span of a fucking goldfish. David, the love doctor, the guru. Thanks, you boy. Really, my dude. I'm getting around. I'm doing what I can. If you're not laughing, you're learning, and we're yeah. learning here. Yeah. yeah. Before the people, by the people. Make this show what it always should have been from the very Bruce. beginning. Give it a few years. It'll be worth millions. Welcome back to the third episode of the special con season. It's going to be a big one. We've got Joe back here. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, had a week off, uh, but stick around for some quality content. We'll discuss who would win in a fight. Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise. We speak about what animals would train for what specific scenario. We look back on our family history and look at what possessions we have, which are obscure and could be worth something in an antiques roadshow style. So stick around. Did you mention the David? And there's a David. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a David. Also, if you have any comments, if you want to abuse us, if you want to give us some love, if you've got a question for us, anything, you want to get involved, we now have a special consideration radio phone line, 0466 895 103. Text us whenever throughout the show, and we'll respond next week. We're going to have a segment moving forward called Feedback Hour, where you guys call in, leave a voicemail, and we won't have heard it. We're going to get someone else to select the voicemail, and we're going to react and respond um, in real time to you guys, for you guys. That's right. We're going to get our intern on it. And also, don't forget to get updates on when the episode is out as faster than anyone else. Sign up to the mailing list in our Instagram bio. Do Stick it. around. First thing, and David, this is a, this is a news story that I heard about it and I thought of you straight away. And it's the first thing I want to talk about. First cab off the rank. Have you seen, so Justin Bieber, right? Mm-hmm. Biggest pop star in the world. Big fan yeah. of his work. No doubt. He has recently challenged to a boxing match. No, wrong. UFC. UFC cage match. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Did you know that? It's an absolute clash of the titans. I, <laughs> I saw it, but I didn't know if it was a Batuta or if it was real. It's hard to tell these days with certain publications, but no, it's true. He challenged um, Mission Impossible himself to, I think, no three way. rounds in the cage. I love Justin Bieber, I do, but <laughs> Tom Cruise is an animal. He's an animal and he's a little unwell. He's a lunatic. Yeah, That's, that helps. Yeah. Devout Scientologist, which yeah. if you actually look into the scriptures, very similar to Christianity. <laughs> No, it's not. I'm actually a Christian. I know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and now when you tell me that you're a Christian in the future, I don't think you know what that it is. I'll believe that you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of both religions. That's what we're saying here. <laughs> One thing, though, like he, as we have discussed, can get a little nutty. Who, uh, babes or crazy? Well, both of them, yeah. but Tom Cruise. So he does have, It's because you know people say it's not the size of the dog in the fight is the size That's of the, the fight in the dog. dog. Unfortunately, I think Cruz is a bigger dog and has more fight in his yeah. dog as well. Well, he's yeah. a little man, so... No, he's, but he's quite strong. No, he's tiny. Tom he's Cruise tiny. is, Tom Cruise is smaller big. than... Tom Cruise is smaller than Justin Bieber. Tom Cruise is like four foot eight. Yeah. It's amazing. Four, what, what is he? He's, uh, he's, he's one of the down. smallest... Yeah, <laughs> on his knees. <laughs> what's he doing? What's he doing now? <laughs> Praying, David. He's a devout religious man. Attaboy. But... Tom Cruise is about four foot nine, and Justin Bieber's probably five foot six. Are you kidding me? 
you don't know what a foot is. When you go to uh, <laughs> like theme three, parks. Thinks he's three foot two. <laughs> <laughs> on a good day. Um, right. When you go to theme parks, I think like the minimum height to ride is five foot in most places. Then so you're saying Cruz, you can't, Cru- do, can't do the Mad Mouse down at Luna Park, whatever it's called. They yeah. never, they never they, let me on the ride. There's, so. a, <laughs> <laughs> there's a Mission Impossible ride. He's not allowed on it. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, cut the ribbon, had to leave. But I think in terms of who would win, looking at it, breaking it down. And the first thing I would look at purely is talent in the boxing ring. Justin Bieber is... Well, I thought you were talking about talent in general. And it's like, well... <laughs> That's know. pretty touch and go, I reckon. Yeah. Bieber's yeah. very talented. No. But apparently Biebs has been training mm. for about six months. And he, you know, he has had experience punching fans. Like, mm. he punched He's... a fan outside of... Like, when they tried to reach into the car, he, like, punched mm. them. Great accuracy. Uh, yeah. McGregor once said speed... Beats power, timing beats speed, That's or something right. along those lines. And to hit someone mm. from a moving car, mm. very tough. I, d- I tell you what, congratulations! I, to I do think the bookies will ha- favor God, Tom Cruise. So I great... do think there is value. The in... internet. Oh, when I read about this on Reddit, the internet had Cruise at like short odds. They yeah. were like he would Cruise destroy. Is killer. Him. I, I put thought, my house on Cruise. I think Mission Cruise... Impossible. He does like even like with the most recent one that came out, which was quite recent, wasn't it? He does. All his own stunts. Like, yeah. Every single one, shit. he's done his own stunts, mm. and that's the thing. That's why, because it's the guy that does his own stunts in Mission Impossible. Biggs won't even dance against, at his own concert against this. Huh? <laughs> okay, you're getting very carried away. With sound effects. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, he's clearly a child. Well, not anymore. He was a child when he wrote this song. But he just has a bit of a childlike. Well, uh, let's talk about whether he's an adult or not. Have you seen the photo? Oh, of his big oh, donger. Oh, and, yeah. And that's something you got to put into consideration. Because <laughs> you know, usually the winner of that fight wins the real fight. <laughs> oh, They're not good. cockfighting. Oh. Sword fighting. Oh, thanks. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classy show. But um, I also think it'll come to natural no, but talent. Beebs, Beebs isn't doing badly in that area. Mm. No, yeah. no. He's, he's, he's to be fair, little... we don't know about Tom Cruise. Mm. But how do we know but who's Tom better Cruise is at fighting? Four foot nine, so you just weigh it up. Yeah. How do we know who's better at fighting? I reckon it comes down to who's the most talented person. So what you've got at to do at their chosen field. What you know, <laughs> at, yeah, at their chosen field. So what you got to do is you got to analyze <laughs> who is the better actor versus musician. Tom Cruise gets bad rep if you look at his movies. Mission Impossible Two in particular, <laughs> robbed of an Oscar. <laughs> what was it? Top Gun wasn't he in that? Yeah. yeah. Maverick. Yeah. Um, he was also in where um, Jack Nicholas goes. Um, did you order the code red? Don't know the name of that film. Obviously not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Great scene though. Great courtroom yeah. scene. That all considered, I would say I wouldn't say that Tom Cruise is top five actors in the world, but Biebs is top five pop stars. So on that, and also the fact that he's twenty five years younger, mm-hmm. I reckon I might have to go with Biebs. Okay, so I've got a few, and That's outrageous. I've, I want to play. Stupid. Ga- I want to play. A g- <laughs> I want to play a game with you. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to do another more celebrity duos. And you tell me who wins in a fight between them, all right? Yeah. So, Brad Pitt versus George Clooney. Pitt. Fight Pitt. club. Pitt. Pitt, fight. Pitt would destroy him. Yeah. In, like, in no contest. Glasses, yeah. Yeah, Clooney's also quite a nice guy. And Clooney's he, a pretty boy. He's got no... You're not going to mangle in him. He's also a bit older. Also, in... Cruise would... Cruise, Cruise would be... Yeah, I'm Clooney. <laughs> Getting obsessed with Cruise. <laughs> um, but also, Clooney, in all the movies where he plays, where he is the kind of the bad guy, like Ocean's Eleven and stuff, he's always the smooth-talking, non-violent kind of like... Well, maybe you could use that Naughty boy, but not bad guy. Maybe you could use that. I doubt Maybe it. Bad, Brad Pitt goes, why are we fighting anyway? We should be fighting <laughs> nah, with no. each other. No, no, no. Brad Pitt would have already Soon beaten him. Next thing you know, they're embracing uppercut. <laughs> in the clinch. 
That's right. He's smart. Very good. Right. Missions 12. <laughs> this, one's, this one's a contentious one because I can see it happening. Russell Crowe versus Mel Gibson. Crow. No. Crow. I'm a patriot. Crow. I think he was born in New Zealand. <laughs> he was born in New Zealand. You're right. Was he? Yeah, but we have claimed Isn't him. Isn't Mel Gibson Australian as well? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> nah. No, Mel Gibson's Australian, after but he became he, a... After what he said, he's not one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, Russell Crowe has some anger So you're saying issues. Mad Max versus Gladiator. Dude, the Gladiator's just savage. Gladiator, I reckon, would take him. I'm not saying which movie do you like better. I'm saying who wins in a fight out of the well, two. Well, I don't know the jiu-jitsu skills thing. See, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, what, are we analysing their actual fighting ability? When was the last oh. time you saw Russell Crowe in a scrap? <laughs> to be fair, he has thrown a phone Gladiator. at someone. <laughs> yeah, Crowe with a phone. Gibbs. Uh, Gibbs went on that rant, Mel and Gibbs. I don't want to say that anti-Semitic rant, which shows there's a bit of fight in the dog. Yeah. yeah. He had some severe, you know, like As- alcohol like, outbursts. Outbursts, so you know, which we don't. Liquid, res- he's which, got a bit of liquid courage, mm, which we don't obviously condone. But something you must take into consideration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do, are you allowed to drink in like a like? Can you be drunk doing a UFC fight? I don't think it would help. So I don't think anyone's ever tried. Probably. But I don't, I don't know. know. Be... I don't think so. I think the people that do that are in the street scraps. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was yeah. going to say, have you ever seen like when you're on a night out, just a fight break out in the street? Yeah. Out of 10, what was the quality of that fight like? That's a good point. Yeah. And then <laughs> have you ever seen bar. a UFC like major card? <laughs> yeah. Out of 10, what were the quality of fights like in there? The same. I reckon the non-drunk guy would win. Yeah. You, depends, yeah. On, right. depends on the bar though, Joe. You got a Scruffy Murphy's. There's a couple ex-champions there. <laughs> a couple old Irish internationals. <laughs> so one bad word in that pub, you're dead. <laughs> Next. All right, so Russell Crowe. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway versus Julia Roberts. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, I know Julia Roberts, so I'll go with her. Which one's Anne Hathaway? Give me a movie. I'm really bad She's with She's Catwoman. So she can do... Nah, she's got a mask on there. I need something else. Oh, what? I no, no, I know Anne Hathaway now. I think Julia Roberts would take her. Why do you think that? I, I also can't I'm tell the difference. Say, to I'm going to say, I'm going to say tie. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's gone twelve rounds. Uh, I feel like Hathaway would be dominating clearly, but it would be on Julia Roberts' home turf. There'll be a yep. judges scandal. It would be a tie and be a rematch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm now going with Hathaway now after the judges scandal. <laughs> <laughs> but Roberts would have been robbed. Yeah, recount. All right. Jackie Chan versus Bruce Lee. I don't know the difference. I that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> they were before our time. I struggle a bit myself. Um, <laughs> in terms of, it's got to be Brucey Lee for me. I'm a purist of the jiu-jitsu craft, not MMA, but action movies. Well, Jackie Chan does do his own like stunts and like karate and stuff. I think in... Bruce would as well. Bruce did as yeah, well. Bruce was like ancient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan's not young. He, but he looks young. Like a disposable camera. Jackie Chan is younger. That's a good point, I think. Jackie Chan. So we're doing in current condition. Bruce Lee's passed away. <laughs> has he actually? Yeah, he's passed so. away. Maybe that's a fair point. I reckon it'll be neck and neck. Don't don't wake him up. Jack- <laughs> How long is this list that you've got? I like it. That was it. Do you have any others? No. You put him off. Um, <laughs> the list was long. Jackie Chan versus Stanley. No. Versus Brett Lee. No, we're Jackie just, Chan we're versus Brett Lee. Jackie Chan, Chan now versus Brett Lee. Now I reckon it'd be neck, it would be close. Yeah. All right. All right. I've got one. Yeah. Kanye West. Yeah. Nice. Versus Jay Z. Yeah, I knew that was going there. I love Kanye. Kanye, dude. Yeah, dude. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. I love Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> you would. It's good. Yeah. And it's the same what we were saying before. Kanye versus Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
One of our favourite, one of the fans' favourite segments every single week. We like to introduce this man. That's it, baby. The doctor, the love guru. How's your week been, gentlemen? Very Fantastic. Good, good to have you back. David. Good to be back, gentlemen. Um, obviously, I missed you last week, Joey. How have you been? Very good. I yeah, had a week off. Um, I had some things to do. I had a dinner, which I'd booked before we actually resurrected the show. People mm-hmm. may not know, but we move fast in this building. We decided yeah. to bring it back two weeks later on air. So yeah. didn't it. have time to move it. Well, Joey, good to have you back. You're under notice. Um, <laughs> this week, and this is a, a concept that we haven't touched on before. Believe it or not, we've never touched on any of the previous episodes <laughs> before either. Even though there seems to be a bit of overlap. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is... It's social media. <laughs> <laughs> it's apps. He's <laughs> getting a bit senile all day. <laughs> oh, God. But this is the concept of dangling the carrot, gentlemen. Oh, Okay, when you started that sentence, I didn't know where it was going. <laughs> no, that's to come. <laughs> that's next week's. Um, but this is the, <laughs> this is the concept of when you meet a girl, quite simply, and you want to impress her with you know stuff about yourself, not your appearance, stuff about yourself, what you do, actually also your appearance as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot easier because it's yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and how do you do it? Yeah. So, so basically, how do you drop like cool facts about yourself? Yep. Without just telling her that you're awesome. Yeah. Uh, Three a.m. at a club. No one's ever been like, "Oh, my job." No, you don't want to hear about that. It's pretty boring. Yeah. yeah. Everyone very much over in Facebook. They do. What we're gonna do here is we're gonna go. I have through, a breakfast show. Well, yeah. What we're gonna go through here, and I'm I don't know a recruiter, but some recruiter gave me some advice on this. Is <laughs> we're gonna give you a resume template. We're gonna go through key skills. Yeah. We're gonna go through key requirements, and then we're gonna you know what, and then we're gonna provide some references at the end. <laughs> But to start off, you've got to apply your dating resume to the job you're applying for. Starts off with doing your background. So it's the guy or girl that you are chasing, is that the guy or girl you are objective. chasing? You know, if you really love them, and you know, you need to do your background research. You need to find out. <laughs> you know, find out what their references are. <laughs> no, but you need to find out. You know, what their jobs are, what their interests are. Even what type of the management, you know, you'd be involved in. When I talk about management, I'm talking parents, you know, who are oh, their bosses? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah, who yeah, do they yeah. answer to? Who do they answer to? Exactly. And what's this for? Is this to get to know them or for talking points? Because obviously, like, if you if you know what a girl does for 50 hours a week, next time you see her, you can be like, oh, how's, how's that going? You told me about mm. this thing. What's this for? Yeah, Joey, this is a blatant job interview. So this is where <laughs> you have been given the opportunity to present your case. I'm talking, this is most likely in a date scenario. So you have used the skills we have used before. Early, early dating as well. Early dating. First date. First yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. First round interview. Telephone interview. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're on a psychometric testing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, then, and then, so from there, it's key to understand what they're going to do. And then I think... To, to get a better grip of, of that, the key things is, and we've talked about this before, once again, there's no overlap between the yeah. other segments. <laughs> I'm talking about Facebook. I'm talking about, you know, where they work. I'm talking about family tree history. You know, I'm talking Ancestry. about, com. you know, racial origins. You know, I'm, this is all crucial. Yeah. Down to the city. <laughs> Down to the road. <laughs> the more specific, the better. And then from there, obviously, you need to then move on to your resume. So you've got all the information. So David. So objective. So that's that line done. That's line that done. We have got our background information. So we know what job we're applying for. Yeah. Sure. Important. 
Now we're on to number two. Mm-hmm. And number two is then creating your own resume. Yeah. So, Tinksy, you touched on this perfectly earlier. It's Thank not you. about the information. It's about how you can portray the information. Because I don't remember touching on that. You're not buying it, champ. Good student. Um, might have been a previous segment. We don't know. <laughs> no, I'm 100% sure. <laughs> but the key thing is is to, it's just like with, you know, certain resumes. It's not what's in them. It's how you format them. Yeah. <laughs> and the key way to format it is that I would start this is be an opening line, a summary. So when you get to the date, have a pre-prepared summary of yourself. <laughs> People go, oh, tell me a bit about yourself on a speed dating. I'm a veteran of speed dating. I'm fascinated by the concept. <laughs> Some would say addicted. <laughs> <laughs> and How many dates are you going on a week? When I, 480. When I served my time abroad, I was, jumping from, I was jumping from street dating site to street dating day to day. It was good. But um, Street dating? <laughs> it's a different thing, I think. It's a third world thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, I didn't get into that. <laughs> I got PTSD as it fucking is. But <laughs> All right. But, but summary. summary. So summary. So pre prepared. Hi, my name's David. Yep. Um my interests are hockey, soccer. <laughs> Why the fuck do I say hockey? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I've known you. <laughs> like we've been doing the show together can for you, five years. And also c- c- literally c- never heard you mention hockey. <laughs> Can you just finish that sentence <laughs> as well? Because rugby, soccer, music. <laughs> Can you finish that sentence? Because from the beginning of that, it sounded like either a a year seven French lesson where you're learning how to describe things that you're interested in, or b that you might have had. And I don't. This isn't a bad thing, but some sort of mild disability. <laughs> well, did you? I did. <laughs> did I did I did. But tell us, yeah, tell us about the summary. How long does it go for? What are you talking about? So the summary, in short, Tinksy, is um, just so something you can open up. And this is most likely this situation where you need to prepare a resume. This is a blind date. Yeah. This is a blind date. They're nothing about you. Okay. So what you do is you prepare. Yeah, you know so, about them. So and it's a blind date. So there's three key points you need to put in. Obviously yourself. Yep. You know your age. Yep. <laughs> your language. And, <laughs> and ASL. And, <laughs> And your location. <laughs> English second language. <laughs> and then doesn't make sense. Not at all. <laughs> English second language cannot be a location. Let him get a fucking sentence out. I'm so confused by this David this, and I need to learn. This this recruiter I talked to is a quack. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we need to move down into the work history, Tinksy. Gotcha. So the work history, and you need to be prepared for this. This is relationship history. You need to okay. have you need to have written down on your resume how long my relationships have been for, and also a reason for leaving those relationships. Yeah. So this is the key it's thing. Like every interview that question comes up. What if what it, if what if you haven't left that relationship and you've been fired from that relationship? Do you want to bring that up? That could be a touchy reference to use. Like you know, sometimes if you have a bad experience leaving a job, people don't put it on their resume. You got to be honest on your resume. You know, Tinksy and I've always said this because employers will find out. And hey, any relationships, employers, honesty is key. Honesty well. is key. They'll find out. So you got to be straight. You got to be honest. You know. And I always say this: if <laughs> you can get a reference for your reason for leaving an ex-partner, <laughs> a family member of that ex-partner, doesn't matter who it is, dog or a cat, just put a reference down. <laughs> put something on the sheet. Yeah. Chances are they won't call. Chances are. <laughs> I always call. <laughs> I always like Um, But in regards to then finishing off now. Now, this is 
kind of the most important part. And as I said, a summary of yourself, um, age, location, then a summary of your relationship history with references provided, and then going deep late is then about the interests, hobbies, and achievements. Now, the, yeah. the tricky one to deal with is achievements are important on these resumes, but you don't want to shove it down people's throats. <laughs> so a way a way to do it, Tinksy, is you need to try and angle the conversation towards your area of strength. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, subtle subtle hints get, such as, you know. Get get the the you know, guy or girl that you're trying to like impress. Mm. Get them to start talking about, you know, Papua New Guinea where then you go, ah, oh, I've actually done Kokoda. Exactly, exactly. That's so, a very niche one. Yeah. God, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how you slip Papua New Guinea in there. <laughs> very tricky. <laughs> And then I think honestly, and, and the big thing to, to stress things in this is honesty on the resume. Yeah. I like it because it is, it's all, you know, in work, it's all about building relationships, networking, dating, same thing. I feel same thing. Do you, you not think that, uh, generally people are quite touchy about talking about past relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a tough one. Cause on a first so date, first what are the date big you rules? Would, you would bring up relationship history. Absolutely. I would. Would you, how would you bring it up? Because it's sensitive. Like, some people don't like talking about it's it. It's one of the, because, you know, I mean, these aren't as qualified professionals as David. Yeah. He's a layman. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But a lot of people say, one thing you never, two things you never talk about on first dates, politics and other relationships. Yeah. And that's the sign of an amateur straight up. <laughs> and I think if you do it in the right manner and you get it out in the open, and this is, once again, this is a blind date scenario. So this is most likely someone you don't know that well. You wouldn't rehearse a resume to someone that already knows things about you. This is a scenario where you're getting out on the open. And the thing that people don't understand about a blind date situation is that it's go big or go home. They can, <laughs> you know, you don't get a second chance. You'll never see these people again. You need to air out. And it, it's, it's quite a statistical anomaly where it's actually a two-way <laughs> job interview. Yeah. And you also oh, want to find out from them, which I don't think is even impossible. I think it's actually impossible. But. <laughs> Whether you'd want to be with them as well. So I think you need to get out the crunk, Stinksy. Absolutely. And also, <laughs> I think talking about past relationships enables you to dive deep as well. What, okay, so what, uh, you know, you as the guy or what is the girl looking for? Like, if both parties, generally speaking, uh, what are they looking for in terms of past relationship history? Do you want to be like, oh, yeah, I've had lots of, you know, six-month relationships. They go, that's a lot of different experience. Yeah. Or what? do you want to be like, ah, I've been married for 30 years. And they go, great, he's clearly marriage material. That is such a good question. Thank you. Um, and the answer is, is once again, those reasons for leaving. A 30-year relationship is going to scare anyone off. It's a long time to be at a firm. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a long time to be at a firm and you might be stuck in your ways. You know, you might have to be retrained. You are know, you retrainable, though, after 30 years? I think you are. I'm a believer, Tinksy. Do you Me think too. You Absolutely. I reckon you can retrain after 30 years. You know, it's not going to be easy. But, <laughs> God, they've got some good workshops these days. <laughs> E-Harmony, Tinder, Bumble. They go on. <laughs> Masterclass. Mm. But the six months is also a concern. And that's and that's a big issue. And you struggle to to find another... You know, another partner, if you have six months, six months, six months, it shows that you obviously you're not willing to stay down and that you're, you know, moving for, for greener pastures. Is mm. that a bad thing, though, if you're looking for the right firm at that stage? Like, can you communicate that? Like, I was being honest with these firms. I was being right by the firms. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want the firm to rely on me if mm. I couldn't rely on the firm. Mm. And I'm looking for my firm. Yeah. That's when you should put down temporary work or casual or contract work. <laughs> yeah, contract work. Yeah, contract, contract work. work. Yeah. Full-time employment. That's a big no-no. <laughs> Great to hear. I love this metaphor. Anyway, go out and get yourself a job. 
Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you, Doctor. Thanks. Always a pleasure. One news article that definitely caught my eye in the last week. I don't know if you saw this. Probably didn't. It was an American man, probably from Florida. You know the weird stuff that happens in Florida. Mm-hmm. So this one guy was capturing squirrels, right, and giving them meth to train them to be his attack squirrels. <laughs> and he would, like, unleash them on people that, like, trespassed on his lawn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When the cops tried to get him, I'm sure he was like, well... Got some methed up squirrels. <laughs> Bang. They laughed at Edison too, but that's <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. Is he reinventing the world? You're goddamn right he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weird thing is a lot of people that get meth just want the meth. Not him. Imagine buying meth weekly and not having a habit. That's right. No, 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 no. But this isn't some junkie. This know, is some was... guy that has the monetary value to get some quality meth. And from memory, it was quality meth. It was in the article. And... <laughs> some Breaking Bad shit. Yeah, exactly. It was Escobar. Um, and... <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure was cocaine. And that was Narcos. Yeah. Not Breaking Bad. And that wasn't how to pronounce his name. We're all winning, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're all winners. Um... <laughs> but... Quality but, shit. But what was the result? Is what I wanted but to they say. Were, they were attack squirrels. He would unleash them. It's like, how does that oh, work? Oh, so he nailed this. So was there some loyalty to the owner? Like, it, it, like I, like there's no use for crazy squirrels. Yeah, yeah. You release them, they're killing everyone. You think that? But he's still he, at large. Yeah, but if he can. He's <laughs> yeah. through the Midwest. He's <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> taking Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> that is SWAT team going to his house. That SWAT team are no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> God bless like, their souls. Was this like three squirrels? <laughs> was it like a plural? <laughs> or, or was there a gang of them? <laughs> to be honest, I didn't read the article. Mm. I don't even know how it works. It's like if you give squirrels meth, is there just a general understanding that they will defend <laughs> you from there? Or like what's like well, kind of like know, the reward mechanism that will make that happen? Because it's usually like, I mean, if I've got the meth and I'm dangling in front of the squirrels, squirrels know not to attack me. Like, but I feel like if you get them to meth, and then you don't you give it for the meth. <laughs> yeah, surely like, if you don't give it to them for long enough, the squirrels will just come after you for the meth. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, I didn't think he was withholding it, but it's like he's the provider, and they understand that they care about him. He's yeah, essentially like trains squirrels to hold him hostage if he doesn't supply them with meth frequently enough. So I think it's actually quite simple to understand. It's <laughs> the squirrels. If you give them the meth, obviously they are going to protect you. Yeah. And, you know, they're just like a dog. You give a dog, I give my dog every day some cheese and mum and dad tell it not to give it cheese. That dog loves me and I treat it like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I love it. Um, But in terms of can it attack, like can we go from the next level from defending squirrels to attacking squirrels? Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, well, that's a good point. Because right now he's got a bunch of crazy squirrels in the back garden and no one wants to go in there. How big is his garden? How many squirrels does he naturally have? <laughs> yeah. Is he importing squirrels and then, because that's... These that are all good be, questions that I, sh- I should have read the That's a felony. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure So's giving meth to your squirrels anyway. Where's the line in giving uh, animals things? If you give uh, duck at the park bread, not a felony. Meth is. I wonder where the point is. <laughs> Where's the line? But- Riddlin, probably. But I think that means you yeah, can maybe. do it for, for all animals. I can help with that. Um, <laughs> but I think in terms of all um, animals, I mm. think you could herd them using the same mechanism. I'm talking dolphins. I'm talking whales. <laughs> you, know, this is, you could turn into a little Noah's Ark army, I reckon. Get two of every animal, <laughs> put it into the ark, wait for the floods to come. Meth them up. Meth Take them Jacksonville. Up. 
<laughs> Jacksonville. One thing that I do want to that you did touch on, David, is how do you get them from being defense squirrels to attack squirrels? How do you train them to hit targets? Mm. I don't know. I'm sure maybe like the, the boys in blue came to his house and arrested him. That's just apple and oranges right there. They are two completely different kettle of fish. Everyone knows how to make meth squirrels that can defend a back garden. (laughs) Simple stuff. 101. That's just fourth year geometry. (laughs) (laughs) And I failed that class. (laughs) Three times. Oh, God. Um, But I think the biggest thing is you've got to put in more trainings into place. So it's not just the meth now. You have to train these animals. This is like, like Navy SEALs. Yeah. So I think what you what you do is you'd have to do is you'd have to sadly, and I, and I don't like to say this, but it's a serious issue that we need to talk about. Is you're gonna have to train them like greyhounds. Yeah. What you're gonna do well, is blood them, live bait them, live bait them. All the good greyhounds will live bait. They stop live baiting those dogs and they turn to shit. <laughs> stop running properly. <laughs> a dog hasn't won a race in ten years. No. They don't finish. No. And you know the funny thing about greyhounds is side story. <clears throat> if they ever catch the bunny. You know, if they ever run around the track and yeah, catch yeah. the bunny, it's a serious issue. They will never run again. Why? I don't know, but they just won't run again because they've, like, achieved their life goal. It's a fascinating really? thing. Really? So greyhounds will never run again if they catch the bait. And if that's serious issues, it was like... Because it's fake bait. All the, good greyhounds, all the good greyhounds' last names are Bale. So, like, there's a lot of Bales going around. It's just like a like a family that runs a lot Weird of greyhounds. Weird syndicate. Yeah, I'm very passionate about greyhounds. Um, <laughs> and... What ended up happening was is the star Bale, Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Is this a long, like, is this a long bit? Yeah. <laughs> no, this was not a joke. <laughs> For some stupid reasons, a lot of the greyhounds are named funny names. He lost a giraffe and spaghetti. <laughs> he lost a Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were more laughing at the fact that Christian Bale is the actor that plays Batman. <laughs> I think I've gotten confused, but don't let this take you away from the fact I said something intelligent at the start of that rant. <laughs> That's all I ask. I don't know where to go with this segment no, no. now. So <laughs> I was trying to say, it begs the question, how do you train them to be attacked? And I don't know what he did. doesn't matter. You train my greyhounds to man's. Are squirrels squirrel the best? <laughs> like the champ Christian Bale. Are <laughs> squirrels the best animal to train? This what? was my initial thought. Surely you would get dogs. Yeah. And I'm sure it's been done. There have been attack dogs before. Many, That's I right. think. And I think they weren't trained with men. To be fair, I wouldn't want attack or defense animals. I would want, if I was training an animal. So, you know, like when you go to, I think it's like Japan, or maybe it's even... Thailand, actually. okay, go on. And there are those monkeys that steal, like, mon- yeah, like people's wallets. Yeah, yep, yep. That's a better method if you're training an animal to do something. Monkeys Surely- are also very strong. This could turn into a Joe Rogan podcast very quickly <laughs> if we start talking about monkeys, the strength of monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't agree with anything that's just been said. So, first off, <laughs> monkeys are too smart. Next thing you know, you let a monkey in. Next thing you know, he's sitting in the house and you're out in the front yard. <laughs> and he's jangling meth in front of you. Big, big mistake. Next thing you know, he's feeding you meth. You're done. <laughs> he's trying to attack humans. Two, dogs are not as superior to squirrels. Squirrels can climb up trees. Squirrels are quicker. Yeah. Good point. Dogs, dogs are easy, you know. And squirrels. You have to feed dogs? Yeah. They can't survive squirrels. squirrels. Oh, well, like, they no, can you feed themselves. Have to feed they, can, like, they, can, they can feed themselves on acorns. They can sure, go, sure, like, sure. forage. There's enough meth to go around, thanks. <laughs> Okay, but what my question is, what would you train an animal to do? 
You've ruled out monkeys, which would have been my go, because apparently they're too smart, smarter than humans. <laughs> Geniuses, those monkeys, dude. I go into the zoo, I'm petrified of them. <laughs> I'm taking pictures with the lion. I can't go near those monkeys, man. <laughs> Crazy, scary. But what animal would I train? Yeah. Well, you're not training a dog. Like, I mean, dogs are pretty trainable, but you're not training a dog to do a bank robbery. They don't have the thumbs. So this is simple. So the obvious answer is dogs, but we're talking about an animal that we want to train outside of dogs with a bit more of an element of and, surprise. And what do you want to train it for? You know, so what's your goal? What do you want, and what animals helping you? I get think there? if we're talking simple robberies, you've got to go with a cat. They're nimble. They're very yeah, I like quiet. That answer. They can jump. Famous for it. Cat Famous burglars. for it. Exactly. There's a reason. Um, yeah. But otherwise, I don't have a use for any animals. No, I do. So I don't have a criminal mind, but someone it doesn't here have does. to be. It doesn't have to be criminal. Maybe you have training one to no, 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 training what? a dog to roll around on its stomach when a uh, you know pretty person well, who desired criminal, sex. I would have already trained the animal to do it. No. You know, like if I had a legal use, I, if I had a really really good and strong legal purpose for an animal, well, a lot of people I take might have their, already done it. A lot of people take their dogs and stuff to the park in the hope that it will attract their desired sex. You know what I mean? I don't get that. Oh, so they can mate. No, 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 sorry, sorry. You're not trying to kick your dog out, taking that doggy to the park. <laughs> no, as in like, it's a good conversation opener for some people. They go up to someone and yeah. go, hey, how are you going? This is my dog. Her name's Oh, Steve. that's desperate and sad. Yeah, I there are apps for that oh, these days. We won't go back to it. Are you serious? The Stone Age ain't over, guys. That doesn't make sense. The Stone Age is I think we've overtrained David with the man. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I say about these monkeys. I don't think they're that smart. I'm just really stupid. (laughs) I would choose, though, to sum it up, I'd choose an underwater animal. Okay. And I'd choose a dolphin. One, jet ski prices are rising, so dolphins obviously easy use. Oh, that's a great one. Two, dolphins are the most intelligent animals, apparently more intelligent than humans but sadly they're in water they're not more smarter than us <laughs> they thumbs. If, if they were wider in cages um but they're um but yeah but in terms of dolphins as well they're endangered as well so it's good to look after them it is good to look after them mm. um they actually are trained they're used by i can't remember what exactly for but they are used by the u.s i think Navy, yeah, yeah, to attack. No, I think. (laughs) And how do they train them? We know the answer. Each team will currently. (laughs) There's a reason you've never heard of a survivor from a dolphin attack. No, they don't leave them. Another thing, and this is something that I also thought special con straight away the moment I heard it because it is the Venn diagram of some of our passions. So, Joe, me and you, we talk about music a lot. Big fans. Absolutely. We love it. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of you listening, probably like music. I think that's almost unfair to rule David out of that. Of course, he likes music. He pro- yes, true. You're right. Everyone Very loves eclectic. music. I like music. I listen to music all day. <clears throat> that's right. And another thing, but this is, this is the reason I didn't say him specifically is because this thing is David. A lot of people, everyone likes this. Sex. Everyone loves sex, right? That, that is, see, I'm just being objectified. That's a character assassination. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, I'm the sleazy guy, and you guys are the classical musicians. It's a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't think anyone's claiming we're classical musicians. I'm being friends I'm with sex pest. <laughs> Fair. Anyway, it is something. There are two things that a lot of people like, but have you ever wondered how they can be used? Together. I did not know where this segment is going, <laughs> but I do like it. Will pitched it to me before the show, and I still can't piece it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no one knows where it's going. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, well, let me explain. 
There was a study done last week, or a study that was finalized uh, last week, that basically, uh, it was like a they, the survey, and a, they got asked people what they listen, like what they're fans of genre-wise, uh, their habits in the bedroom they listen to during sex, that sort of thing. Yep. So there were some interesting facts. It turns out uh, one in four folk fans cry during sex, which is interesting. Believable. They're very soft. Very soft, emotional Mm. bunch of people. You know, Mm. folk's one of my favorite brands of music. So whenever I work, I listen to folk. Folk (laughs) indie, and then like there's these playlists online. This isn't that funny, but folk indie, like August, always 2015. August is a great month. It's a month. What? Yeah. Great month in what country, though? Them every month. Uh, is this an Australian's playlist? Oh, I'm not sure. So I, think it's, I think it's Canadian. Are you trying to say August is a is a genre of music? Well, no, August saying... would be a mood depending on where you are. Like if That's like August fair. in Australia is quite a dark, cold month. <laughs> I was saying the playlist is August 2016 folk music. <laughs> it's very specific. We're behind the eight ball today, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my favorite brand of music, folk. I think it would be that's my so Bonnie Ver, Nova Amor, um, Good all on. those bands. Nice. Two things on that. You did actually play me a Bonavere song on the on the car ride on the way home last time, mm. so I can vouch for that. But then also, There's I never a new one out. I never thought that I'd say this on air, but I in the last like week at work have been listening to a lot of folk while working. Well, because there's something about it where it's there but not really. Like it's very ambient and very very quiet, and like you don't. So you, if I listen to other genres like rap or rock, I can't think. Can you imagine? Yeah, your, yeah of course, I get that. It's folk or classic. Yeah. Well, would you listen? Would you listen to it during sex? Depends if I'm at work or not. <laughs> <laughs> Am I trying to study at the same time? Good question. That is an interesting concept because I get quite emotionally attached to folk music, so I do think it's there. Like I, I find myself getting quite emotionally. Well, maybe know, that's why take, I, taking the barriers down. That's probably why one in four <laughs> people of folk fans cry during sex. So only after like a nice seafood dinner, yeah. and a couple of candles. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. A couple of couple of raspy beers, and then you go. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay, uh, can you guess? There's another little game. Can you guess what genre of music are the most sexually satisfied and what are the least? Okay. Most would be blues. Okay, why did uh, you say that? Because I feel like they're a pretty self assured, calm bunch of people. Least would have to be, I think, maybe rap. Because like they always want more. People in rap are never happy with what they've got. They're always looking for more. Okay. And what do you think, David? I think um, tropical summer remixes, like summer tropical summer remixes. Eos is a great one. Mykonos. <laughs> Wait, for, Eos for, is for, not what? a genre. It's a place. Wait. Like August isn't a genre. It's a month. <laughs> I'm struggling with the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying um, tropical summer music would be most or least? So tropical house music would yeah. be the most. Tropical summer house music, I think, would be the most enjoyable. So like tropical house. Yeah. Okay. And then I think the least would be classical. Interesting, David. Wrong. Wow. Joe? Half right, half what right. What do you mean? So, <laughs> so, so you're fine, did he? <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, you guys didn't talk before the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so he, rap was wrong, but he got blues. It's like blues and country sort of deal are the most satisfied. And their rationale was, like the scientists that were doing it, their theory is that a lot of country fans, as you said, are pretty sure of themselves. They're generally older. So they know what they like sexually. More That's satisfied. interesting because Old Town Road, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very big song. 
for children as well. So no, but I've read a lot about it because I don't understand what's going on there. I don't think anyone does. Yeah, it's yeah. taken over the world, and we can't quite figure Billy out. Billy Ray Cyrus, that was unbelievable. Second verse. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Where'd he come from? He would be the most sexually satisfied man on this planet. He I would. Billy Ray Cyrus. He would. He's incredible. Um. Anyway, <laughs> reading about online. So there's that one line which is like cheating on my baby. You can go and ask her. And mm. apparently. People have used that because, like, there's that debate where it's like, is it country? Is it not country? Is it country? Is it not yeah, country? Yeah, yeah. People use that almost as evident evidence that it is country because apparently that's a massive theme in country music, like womanizing and like being interesting, being unfaithful. Wow. Apparently, country music is like quite like a lot of like the, the head, like like the real country music <laughs> is like is like quite the lyrics like, have to be stopped. <laughs> no, like apparently it's quite like it's used violent, in horror films. Like some of it, like like not like the pop country, but apparently like country country is quite grungy. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't surprise me. It all stems kind so of. So how basically going back to it, how happy can you be if you're if you're you know yeah going around well, the that's, town? That's well, you'd take that up with the scientists. Uh, I who, just reckon who did this? I, was this Buzzfeed? Who no, are no, the scientists is, behind this? This is this was done in America, and this is like filtered through to. Yeah, you know, I've seen it. This is a 1996 study. <laughs> no, it was done last week. I can't. Remember, I don't know, but I've seen it in a lot of places. I've seen it a lot in the last week. I'm Doesn't sure a matter. lot. Of... We've never cared for facts anyway. Yeah, yeah. What, when is? Why do I need to start yeah, sourcing well, now? Yeah, let's not start digging deep. This show's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the least, the least satisfied uh, were pop music fans. It's like of the same deal, generally because they're a bit younger, a little bit more insecure, that sort of deal, right? I get, it. I, I get it. I get it. Because they haven't done it. Yeah. Because he didn't get it done. Yeah, what's the analysis for no music at all? Surely that's the camp I'm in. I, I think I think that I would... can't I can't be crying during sex as much as I want to <laughs> and I need to. And you've tried. I can't. <laughs> no folky for Davey. <laughs> they didn't really say anything. It was more like what sort of genre you would say you're most a fan of, and then what is sexual? Why I reckon had... I reckon the the most. Not music, but kind of like sound or noise that would be heard during sex these days would just be like the your housemates back... banging on the, like banging on the door, mate, shut up. Well, no, we don't all live with you, Will. But I reckon <laughs> it would be, I, I don't know what that meant, but <laughs> I reckon it would your be. your own horn, <laughs> Banging on the door, the studs just in there. <laughs> Show some class. Um, but <laughs> I reckon I it would saying. have to be kind of like the backing track or kind of like ambient sounds of like Chernobyl or whatever's popping on HBO or yeah, yeah. the time. Mm. Most, more people are, are doing it to suits in the background that than probably. anything else worldwide. Game of Thrones, dude. That's why people loved Game of Thrones, because there's so much sex going on. That is such good analysis that it's actually not the music now. The poll should be done on TV show. Yeah. Offers versus Lord of Things, Bieber versus Tom Cruise. <laughs> the list goes on. And you know what? Tommy would have got him again. <laughs> Absolutely. I, would. That's interesting. I reckon Tommy would pip him. Oh, Tommy would oh, depends definitely on the age be demographic. more. Tommy would be more of a professional. I'm more aroused when I see Tom Cruise and no, I'm talking about. I'm talking with his acting. I'm talking about with his acting performance. <laughs> He's not talking about who has more sex out of the two of them. He's saying more people would have sex to Tom Cruise movies than to Justin Bieber songs. I reckon top on Top Gun alone, more people have had sex to that, to that than Probably. all of Beeps' catalog. Probably. Yeah, I agree. But one thing that did come up because, as you say, you are probably right. But the. Most interesting stat for me that came out was uh, one in five AirPod owners mm. leave their AirPods in for Rubbish. sex. Rubbish. Have sex with AirPods <laughs> in. I refuse to believe that. That can't be true. I refuse to believe that. And if that, that is true, I'm buying true. some AirPods. <laughs> that can't be true. The, 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 like, you can't take them out. They stick so good in the ear, you can't get them out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they're glued in. <laughs> well, it's like people's, people say it's not like because they want to listen to music or whatever. People would probably like, oh, it's a sensory depra- deprivation thing. Like, you know, you have sex One with a five. Well, that's what the stats said, mate. But people it's are like, it's probably not. It's probably not five dude. million people in Australia right now having sex with AirPods in. <laughs> no, it's not one in five people. It's one in five AirPods at any owners. given time as well. <laughs> one in five people at any given time are having sex with AirPods yeah, sorry, in. No, it's not have. It's have had sex with AirPods. Okay, well that makes more sense. But yeah. even then, yes, uh, it's, as an AirPod owner, it shocked me. Even then, it's alarming. <laughs> <laughs> My kids have AirPods. Shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AirPod sales have gone. Like plummeted since. This is actually interesting. Cause now, like, concerned if I, parents. Now, if I go to work and like, obviously, if you want to get work done at work and you want people to talk to you, a good way to signify that. Put your headphones in. That's right. Now, when I look around the office and I see people with AirPods in, I go, "Where have they been?" Yeah, you dirty dog. Yeah. Don't put folk music on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said two-year-old down there. Right? <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's the thing. Wouldn't it be weird if, like, say it is they're listening to music, they put AirPods in deliberately? Would like. Is it not getting vastly different experiences? Like, what if someone's, yeah, listening to folk music and someone's listening to, like, proper, like, EDM-style dance music? You get it, you're going to have very two different there would be moods situations. there, if you know what I'm saying. There'll be situations where the guy's in the mood and he's going along with it, just getting through the next episode of, like, Joe Rogan, I reckon. Yeah, do you reckon people yeah, listening to podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasts most had sex to, three, two, one, he's learning. He's learning Spanish. Duolingo. <laughs> 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 that would be so funny. And you, if you're listening to our He's podcast... He's doing guided meditation. If you're listening to our podcast, text in. You probably can't text during. We that should, would be bad. Yeah. Don't text during, but let us know. Let us know after. Yeah. Or, or before if you're planning on... Or during. <laughs> I was scouring eBay the other day. You don't have to know why. You don't want to ask. Don't want to know. So... There were some VHS Disney movies going for $25,000. I'm talking like Lion King on VHS. The The most expensive one was uh, Cinderella or like uh, maybe it was The Little Mermaid or something. That The cover of the VHS had been changed because the castle was phallic shaped. So they right. changed the thing. And anyway, so it was like a limited edition one. Yep. Anyway, so that was going for $25,000. There were, but then there were also other Disney movies, just like The Lion King, normal VHS. That was How much did for. that go for? I don't know. I didn't see, but it was like a few thousand. 40 bucks. Which is weird. Because <laughs> like, I feel like these are things that we'd still have. <laughs> like, Hoarders can make some serious bank. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Harry Harry Potter books, I think, with the original cover, right. something like that, are now going for a couple but, thousand. So that was in... Uh, there was a Harry Potter book that has on the inside cover Philosopher's Stone spelt wrong or Philosopher's spelt wrong. Yeah. And J.K. Rowling had signed her name Joanna Rowling. Why? Because it's her name. Very good. <laughs> I always thought her name was J-A-Y-K-A-Y. K, yeah. No. I thought her name was Jokes Rowling. <laughs> no. Anyway, so... Jokes. <laughs> jokes jokes Rowling. So, yeah, but the point is... What do you like? As I said, hoarders can make some serious bank. They'd have a lot of weird shit. I reckon a lot of hoarders that have like old bits of art or like, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They'd be worth so much money. There are TV shows about this, which I know for a fact David has watched extensively. Big time. One called Porn Wars. Yeah. Great show. Not what you think it is. One called what was the other one? Storage Uh, Wars. Storage Storage Wars. Wars. (laughs) Big A and E fan dude. There's so much extracurricular activities on there. 
You know there. You know how last week David Antics we, Roadshow. Yeah, you know how last week David we were talking about underrated. We were talking about those mobile games that I always click mm-hmm. on. There's one of them where literally all you do is you. There are a bunch of like warehouses with closed doors, and you you buy them and then try and sell the stuff for more. It's called Storage Wars. I play that one. Oh really? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You actually play that game? Yeah, I'm very good at I it. I didn't know people still <laughs> I'm very good at mobile it, games. I put it on easy, though. But I'm very, good at it. <laughs> very easy amateur rookie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you reckon you guys have any stuff that that is worth way more now than you bought? So to give context to that, my girlfriend bought me a, vin- a record, like on vinyl, uh, that it turns out they'd pressed way more and she bought like this next pressing. So it's now not as... like. Expensive as it was, because when I opened it and I saw it was Frog Stomp by Silverchair, I was like, "Oh my god, these are worth hundreds of dollars!" Because they don't, they, you know, they pressed two hundred or whatever. She pressed her own. It was forty-five <laughs> custom print. Yeah. Well, you can actually do that, but no, she didn't. But yeah, so I have something like that, and I thought it was worth heaps, and it's it's worth a lot to me. But I would not, you know, so I wouldn't sell it. So you're saying shit present? <laughs> not shit present. Exactly. Sophie. So you're saying you're not in shit present. My girlfriend got me a cheap present. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Is that the segment? <laughs> cheap presents. Because if you're listening, no. I got all of that shit. <laughs> no, I absolutely love it. It's my favorite album. But do you have anything that you reckon that you have that would you could sell on eBay for thousands? I have. Well, can I name two things? Because I am excited about the segment. As if, I would, as if I would say no. Yeah, you can we'll only name no, one. We have very strict rules on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we're running out of time. Sorry. This, <laughs> this week's I'm, podcast has been very tight and very coherent. I'm, so trying no. to, I'm trying to become more mature and respect other people's opinions. Very good. <laughs> at the detriment of the podcast. Um, <laughs> what is number one? Nintendo 64, of course. Big one. Not I was on, thinking that. Not only do I have that, I have Super Mario 64, which all listeners will understand, one of the great games of the modern era. Got to get over 150 stars in the universe. Bowser at the end. I kept losing to Bowser. So I cheated and beat him. Um, <laughs> turned the difficulty level down. Um, and then the other one is, I and I kid you not, I'll bring it in, even though there's a radio show, so I probably won't add any content. <laughs> I got a Joey Johns. I remember I was a young lad and it was like, they were doing him out of, um, they were Shoes. doing him, they were doing him, you could buy them in the stores and it was a gold Joey Johns when he was at Newcastle Limited Edition card and like it was only a few gold and I wrapped it up. Yeah. I wrapped it up and then I put it in my rhombus that I made at school. It was meant to be a box, but I was terrible. <laughs> I was terrible at, at, at wood woodwork. Tech. I was terrible at woodwork, but the amazing thing was once I created the rhombus the teacher was this guy's a genius. <laughs> pushed up a group. Day pushed later down group. pushed later down too. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Um but antiques roadshow. I reckon what we should do is we should evaluate how much we think they are worth. Oh, so you reckon we do a little special con antiques roadshow? What do you think, Joe? So what do we think that Andrew John's gold shiny? Two thousand. So I was born in nineteen ninety six. It would have been two thousand and four. Yeah. And it was one out of probably one hundred and fifty cards average. So in one in one hundred and fifty cards, you get a gold Joey Johns. I feel like you'd be hitting peak value soon because I reckon in fifty years Joey Johns won't be as important as he is now because now they're media figures. That's right. They're still involved in the, the game. People really with the good spending analysis. power. Yeah. Get rid of people it. that grew up loving him. Yeah. Sell it now. And I reckon you could get I reckon a, $200. I reckon $150, $200. I reckon it's worth as much as you think it is. Sporting stars, all reckon, they do is go reckon, around the world leaving little traces of themselves. I like reckon, autographs, photos, everywhere. Get it autographed at triples in price. I reckon, and this is a low estimate for what I reckon it's worth. I think it's worth about $1,600. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a very conservative estimate. 
<laughs> so, you, so you were both wrong. <laughs> wrong and wrong. I've got one. So I have all 151 of the original Pokemon in card form. I've got all their all Pokemon cards for every one of them. But there were in different cards, weren't there? They were like the yeah. shiny ones. You have the shiny ones? I have a few shinies in there. I've got a a so you can't have a few shinies. Well, you've got half of shinies, half of non-shinies. So it's just a it's just a mixed batch. But the thing is, I've got I reckon in original box? Not in the box, but they're in a they're in sleeves in a little book. Do you remember back yeah, in I year forty seven? That might as well be mint condition. That's yeah. yeah, exactly right. And I've got a special Mew as well. So it wow. was like Okay. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. yeah. Actually, this is a big appraisal yeah. for me. I'm thinking tens of thousands. I think <laughs> I think I'm thinking on my <laughs> I think definitely more definitely more than uh the Joey Johns thing. Because there's more cards. Purely, well, number one, because there's more cards. <laughs> and then number it's two a volume thing. Number two, Newcastle Five Knights fans, no one was that obviously we have, They're passionate Knights fans. They're passionate Knights fans. That's and right. I feel like Knights fans are some of the most passionate out there. Sure. But that being said, no one who is a Knights fan is going to spend that much money on Knights fan memorabilia to to like to some extent, right? Yeah. Pokemon was a generation global defining That's right. thing, and, we, and there are people out there who will spend irrational amounts of money on. It. I know Game Boys from that era, like the original ones, are going for like ten grand. That's right. Right. And There's someone in Tokyo right now who I reckon would drop five grand on that. That's right. And we know we're big in Japan as well. This podcast. So oh, big time. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? I don't know the metrics. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds everything. I'm gonna give. I, I'm gonna give my evaluation. Nice buzzword. Um, <laughs> if you do say my, so. My evaluation is: is they're not all shiny. Joe, I don't think understands playing cards. He's more of a computer man. I'm more of a cards man. And in terms of That's fair. in terms of Newcastle Knights memorabilia, there's a lot of these Pokemon cards, and they're easy to get. Everyone got them. What I have is super super niche. Then like I got like, like no one around ago. the world, I don't reckon has that card. I reckon there's four or five of us. But I've got and a much bigger market. Yeah, but it's better. And and you know we shouldn't get into antiques roche, but we will. <laughs> because that's the name of the segment. Um, Apparently, but we shouldn't get into the segment. But if you think about it, will if you've got a hundred people, yeah, and you've got a <laughs> hundred cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many cards does each person have? <laughs> Tally them up. Tally them up. I, I wasn't listening, so <laughs> yeah, I so zoned that's, out. <laughs> that's why you don't get cards <laughs> or maths. Carry the one. <laughs> what do you have, Joe? Do you have anything? I don't have much, to be honest. I've got like a few, again, sports, like sportsman stuff. It's like we have a, a 1999 Wallabies World Cup winning jersey. Signed the, by, whose jersey was it? Uh, the entire team. So the entire team wore it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. No, sorry. no wonder they won. What, <laughs> what camaraderie between the troops? Rolling ball the entire game. Um, no, it was it was Phil Kearns's, so the hooker in the team. Shit, that's just, but you know what this is actually appraised at. I think I do, and it's funny because Dad bought it at one of our preschool auctions. So the preschool, I think one of Phil Kearns's uh, daughters went to the preschool, and he contributed that as like, a, oh, see what you can get yeah. for it, keep the keep the cash. Yeah, steal. And I sometimes go to those auctions. Just as, <laughs> those, I don't have enough kids in the class, but you can get steals at those auctions. You yeah. don't have enough kids in the class. <laughs> How many do you have? And I, you're going. And I feel like parents are still drunk on that, like that early child, like Big love time. thing, where they're like, I will contribute to like other people having this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think my dad 
like the family story is dad overpaid for it out like out the wazoo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was going to be okay because it was always going to like be worth something one day. I think we've tried to sell it several times on eBay and it won't budge. I've got oh, one. so so after it's appreciated, you're still making a loss on it. Absolutely. Kenzie's taking a clip. Out of boy, Kenzie. Thanks again, people, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to text us on that number at the start of the podcast. Cheers for getting around us. We love you dearly. See you next week.